Hello, and welcome to The Truth Will Not Be Silenced, the show that allows people to be seen, to be heard, and to be human. I'm your host, Melissa Woodfork White. In today's episode, we will talk about the immigration experience part two with my husband, Nathan White. Sharing our stories allows us to be seen, to be heard, and to be human. There will be a special surprise at the end of the show. Be sure to listen all the way through for the details. Our returning very special guest today is my husband, Nathan White, who is happily married to me, his loving wife, Melissa and me. Nathan is a transportation director. He was born and raised in England. He is a proud graduate of Forest Hill Boys School in London, Sydenham College in London, and Birmingham University in Birmingham. Nathan holds multiple certifications in logistics and transportation supply chain worldwide. He has over 32 years in the workforce, bringing forth his expertise in business and logistics. He is the co-founder and owner of White Warehouse Connection, LLC, providing the best business and education products and services. Nathan is going to share with us about the immigration experience, part two. Hi, Nathan. Thanks so much for joining us again. Hi, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody. All right, let's get to it. After immigrating to the United States, what is the difference between your work experience in Atlanta, Georgia, and in Phoenix, Arizona? But before you get to that one, let me just let everybody know. When we moved from England, we first moved to Atlanta, Georgia, and then we were there for a year, and then we moved to Phoenix, Arizona, and we've been here for about six six years, honey? Maybe five. Yeah, six years. Yeah, six years now. We've been here for about yeah. six years. It'll be six. Yeah, we've been here for about six years. And so with that being said, Nathan is going to share with us the difference between his work experience as an immigrant in Atlanta, Georgia, versus his work experience as an immigrant in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. Firstly, um, work experience in Atlanta, Georgia, there's more um, opportunities and uh, it tends to be more aligned with federal regulations it's really aligned with federal regulations um, and federal regulations supersede state and they're more stringent with those regulations um, they have they accept your certifications there's better opportunities in management there's better pay, and a better working ethic as well. In comparison, if I was to talk about Phoenix, Phoenix is kind of leaning more to state regulations. Um, the opportunities are somewhat less, and the pay also is less and they also do not accept all of your certifications you may have. If I was to give an example of that, um, I work in the transportation field, okay? And when I left, or when we left um, Phoenix, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, should I say, and we moved to Phoenix, Arizona, there were certain credentials I had, which are US credentials that I had to retake. They they accepted them. However, I had to go and fulfill this exam or fulfill this written exam or do a physical training in some, some sort of capacity in order to get a state certification. 
in order to use that certification I already had. So they're, they're very different in that way. Um, there's a lot of gray area in Phoenix, Arizona, as far as I'm concerned, where state law is concerned, whereas the federal law that is more prominent in Atlanta supersedes all. There is no... no well, let me just say that the federal law supersedes all state laws. Yes. But what you're seeing here in the state of Arizona is that they focus more on their state laws versus the federal laws, which supersede the state laws. Correct. Okay. Correct. They, 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 they focus more on the state law element. And you very seldomly hear about the federal laws. You have to kind of like dig deep. You know, that's like a private preserve and you really got to look up into them and really, you know, dig them out in specific areas to see because they only give you the state right. ones they only give you the state ones so you you have to you have to realize it's more um aligned with state more than anything else mm -hmm. um that also goes in my profession in the managerial areas they're sort of like limited as well you know in that sense you've really got to you've got to have go above and beyond with what you have mm -hmm. in order to get those to get an opportunity somewhere, which is not as easy as it is if I was in Atlanta, Georgia. So let me say this for those of you that watched and listened or watched or listened to part one of the immigration experience, Nathan talked about the difference between the European Union and the United States and immigrating from England to the United States and his work experience and also in, in obtaining um, residency and um, his work visa. So what he's talking about now is his experience, his work experience in Atlanta, Georgia versus his work experience in Phoenix. And what he's saying is that in Atlanta, so when we lived in Atlanta, you had more opportunities for management given your level, your high level of credentials, education, and experience versus as when we moved to Phoenix, they didn't give you those opportunities in management with your high level credentials, expertise, education, and experience. Yeah, that, that is correct. Um, if we start with Atlanta, you showed what you had. You had to prove yourself, obviously. You had to go in and prove yourself. And once they saw what you could do, it was like they opened the door and basically said, show me how far you want to go. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what In management. In management. Show me how far you want to go and show us why, where your skill set can help us grow. Mm -hmm. And help us, you know, meet those, um, the levels and our... Um, our mission statement, basically. Help us achieve our mission statement, mm -hmm. what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. However, when you go to another state like Phoenix, it's they see what you have. Mm -hmm. You prove to them what you have, but they don't really want to use what you have. You, you kind of like give, you that give you that opportunity in management, yes. unless. Yeah, you, 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 you're sort unless. of. Unless. Unless you 
who you know. Who you yeah, it's people who you know. It's out here, out, it's who you know. It's in order to get know. in management. That has yeah, been your experience, right. has it, it not, honey? It has, yes. It's people versus you know. that's coming from Atlanta. It was yes. all about your experience. Right. You didn't have to know no. X, Y, and Z to no. get in management. No. They saw the value that you added, your level of expertise right. and so forth, and you were automatically in management. Within months, you were in management right. because, of, because of your expertise, experience, yes. and education, high level. Yes. Whereas out here, it's about who you know and who and who recommends you for those management right. positions in order for right. you to even get a foot into the oh, door. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Because when, when you came here, you, you came from management. Right. You came from management in the UK. You came from management in Atlanta, but then when you came here to Phoenix, you applied for management, but tell us what you got when we first moved here. Well, when I applied for management, it was uh, basically- No, tell us what you got. We know you applied for management, but what did you get when we got here? Right, what I got was basically, no, you can't have management. You have to come in below management. Okay. And work here for X amount of right. years but before yes. you can go. Yeah, and then what happened was, um, Tell them you I started thought, as a dispatcher. Yeah, and I was. You came from management. Yeah, you yeah. have always started right. in management, right. but right. when you came out to Phoenix, you started as a yeah, dispatcher right. in transportation. Right. I really right. want our audience right. to hear this, right. honey. Okay, when I was a dispatcher in transportation, but how I got a foot up is I had another um, gentleman who was my immediate supervisor, and he was not from the state of Phoenix. He came from another state and he saw the potential and he saw what I could do. And he what you brought to the table. What I brought to the table. And he recommended me to go to be his yes, be his unofficial assistant, assistant director of transportation right. in his absence. That's right. But then when doors started to open elsewhere, he recommended me to go and apply at these other other locations. And that's how I got into Management, management again again that's so well and then the, from that point onwards it's you've just, been in management, management you know at the executive, at the executive level. level no questions asked. so basically honey what you are sharing with our audience here on today is that you had to start at the bottom yeah when you came here mm -hmm. to phoenix and that they they wouldn't take any of your high level expertise credentials mm -hmm. you apply for the positions in which you are highly qualified mm -hmm. for which are in management and the executive level which is where you've always worked and which is where you come from but when you came out here they were like no because it's about who you know and it's about you working for them for x amount of years before they decide that they want to move you to management even that even though that's where you came from well, yeah and this is your experience as an immigrant yeah yeah, yeah. but may i add now that I'm in these levels of management, um, some of the people still micromanage you. Are still trying to micromanage and don't let you do your job. Don't let you do your job. But even some of those people that micromanage, some of the people that they recruited into these management positions, I'm training them. I'm training them. So what you're saying, honey? And yeah, you are my honey. We're we're gonna keep it professional, but I can't help myself. This is the love of my life. So with that being said, you're saying to you're saying to me that people got into the, those positions by who they know yeah. and not necessarily by having the experience or the expertise that they need to be in those positions where you're the ones that had to train them for their position. Right. And in addition, you also did their work. That's right. That's correct. Because you weren't going to let the transportation department fall apart because you did not hire or recruit those individuals in which you inherited something. That's right. 
So, so for all of you that are tuning in, my husband inherited somebody else's office. And then he had to work with what was given to him, even though he requested that he bring into his own people. And so he wasn't allowed to bring into his own people who can actually do those positions because the people that were already in those positions have friends. That's correct. It was kind of like a case of friends of friends. It's mm -hmm. not a case of experience and expertise. expertise. It was more a case of who you know more mm -hmm. than what you know. And that's um, something of yeah, no, I come from a little different than that. Well, we both do, honey. Me being born and raised in the United States of America, I have always, you know, gotten my executive level, high level positions, management positions, supervisory positions based on my high level credentials, education. Whereas I too have had the same experience as him, and I'm not even an immigrant where I'm from the Northwest suburbs of Chicago via Washington, D.C., where I graduated from Howard University. And then I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, whereas every position that I've ever gotten in management was based on my education experience and my high level of credentials. Whereas coming out here to Phoenix, Arizona, I have administrative certificate leadership certifications and I applied for those positions and didn't get those positions because it's about who you know. And so with that being said, even though I got my certificate in school management and leadership from Harvard University and I've applied to be the principal assistant principal um, instructional specialist, which I am a formal instructional specialist and academic coach, I haven't gotten hired for those positions. They've only hired me for classroom teacher positions and allowed me to be the department chair and the team leader by title only. And so I understand what my husband's going to because I feel like I'm being treated like an immigrant in my own country in a state that doesn't function like majority of the other states. Whereas it's about your hard work. It's about your experience. Yeah, that's right. You know, you, your education, time, money that we have spent you know, in our careers, right. invested in our careers to get to where we are, to be who we want to be and to be successful at doing that. Things that we love. My husband loves everything, all things transportation, logistics. And I love everything, all things education and teaching. Yeah, he involves a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work, lots, and I mean a lot of hard work, and in the state of Arizona, in Phoenix, for example, you don't really get that support system, in my, in my experience. You don't get that support as you would do in um, Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. The support system is rigid. It's, it's strong. It's really, really behind you to push you forward to the next level. Whereas here, it's kind of like... The people that get supported is the people or friends of who are light. Mm -hmm. And if you're kind of your face isn't fitting what if what you look like doesn't fit, fit what, what they, they look like. like or what you want it to be or what they want it to be, should I say, you're gonna run into some challenges and some obstacles. So as you as you have shared with us, honey, in both part one and part two, your immigration experience from country to country and then today from state to state. Um, it is different for everybody. I felt like as his wife that moving out here to Phoenix, that he was treated unfairly. And I felt like it was because of his immigration status. And so with that being said, nobody wants to see the love of their life being treated less than who they are or what they are. 
But I have to say that, you know, he's had to work twice as hard as me and anybody else who is born and raised in this country to get back to the level in which he was already in, which is executive level management. And so a lot of hard work and a lot of hard years. And so with that being said, Nathan, how does sharing your story today help others? Well, it, it kind of like gives you an insight of some of the challenges you may face or may not face, depending on which, where, state? which state you're in. You know, the bigger states, as far as I'm concerned, the more internationally known states are better equipped, I would say, to dealing with um, immigrants from all parts mm -hmm. of the globe. They have um, agreements in place, which are very helpful. Um, if you go to states or you happen to, to move to a state where it's kind of not an the equivalent international, international, not known as an international state, they're smaller than, they don't have the infrastructure like the bigger states do. You 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 will face some challenges. Mm -hmm. you, 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 you'll you look around and think, well, it's, you know, it's a lot slower paced. It's mm -hmm. a lot more, not as what advanced. What do we call it, honey? Coming here from Atlanta to Phoenix, um, not Stone Age, primitive, what do we call it? They're like backward. They're like really slow. They're like behind the times. Certain things which are used are not as advanced as I'm accustomed to in the big states or even that. And the word innovation here is non-existent. Innovation, you're talking, yeah, the only innovation you're going to get out here is if you create it, you create it, or you're working in an entity like my right. The importance that everybody needs to be aware of is if you're an immigrant coming in from another part of the world, you have to be able to adapt, and that is also moving from one state in the U.S. to another state. This is very important because no state is the same, okay? Atlanta, for instance, is an international, worldwide, and world-renowned state. City. City, sorry. It's a world-renowned city. You can get to any part of the world from Atlanta, okay. whereas... Phoenix is not so. Um, it's, you have to go to like, a international, international city like right. Atlanta or Los yeah, Angeles right. to get right. to the all, all access the other parts of the world. all the world. Well, that's right. Um, the the point of adapting, if you're not going to adapt, you're going to face a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. And those challenges are going to be real. There's no hiding away from them. You will face challenges. And if, it's going to take a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. And if you're going to be um resistance you know to, to those challenges it's gonna not be in the your first favor. Thing. it's not gonna be in your favor it's not gonna be the success story or you're not gonna kind of get that dream that you had hoped for so basically it's about you doing whatever you have to do to get to where you want to be and so and i i don't say doing negative things i'm no. saying doing positive no. things to get so one thing is um, honey, you know how proud I am of you. You know how hard I see you work every day. And because you are an immigrant to the United States and having moved from Atlanta, Georgia to Phoenix, Arizona, you've had to work twice as hard in Phoenix, Arizona than any other place that I've seen. 
And so for that, I'm very proud of you and all of your accomplishments. You're back in the executive level of management within transportation, which is your expertise in your field, your high level credentials. And I'm very proud of you. So with that being said, tell everybody how they can contact you. Well, you can contact Where do you want me to oh, you <laughs> So you can contact Nathan at www.whitewarehouseconnectionllc.com or you can email him at info at whitewarehouseconnectionllc.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Nathan, again. Okay. Thank you very much, Melissa. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Next week, we'll continue to discuss and have conversations about real experiences, personal and professional, stories that need to be shared, seen, and heard that makes us human. The truth will not be silenced, to be seen, to be heard, to be human. The surprise. You can join our channel membership to get exclusive access to members-only badges, emoji, and perks. You can also purchase Super Chat and Super Stickers to connect with us doing live chat to highlight your message and to see a digital or animated image. Be sure to visit our store and make a purchase. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout is the best way to launch a professional podcast. Want to ask a question, be a guest, or subscribe to this podcast, The Truth Will Not Be Silenced? Click on the show link. Thank you for joining us. Oh, 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 oh,